You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we're diving into all things content creation. And specifically, if you are somebody that stresses about creating content, you're definitely going to want to listen to this episode. I have been creating content for the last about 20 years. And when I say 20 years, what I mean is that I came from the health and fitness industry. So I was constantly creating trainings and different things for people in the sales industry, people that were general managers and people overall to help them improve their skills in customer service, in sales, in selling membership. So content creation for me has been a journey of learning how to get better and better at it. And over the last five years, I've taken all those skills and converted them into skills I use now to create content. And I have come up with a process that really helps me create content that I would say almost flows in and out of my day. My best ideas always come from when I'm working out. So I am going to walk you guys through the things to do and not do when it comes to content creation. So it can become not a chore, not another thing for you to do, but actually a place that might become a place of passion, a place that you love spending time because it allows you to not only connect with your audience, but really start to see how you can help them and change their life. I came across a quote the other day from Elon Musk, and I am going to butcher it. I'm not, I'm, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of your revenue or your paycheck is in direct relation to the problems that you solve and how valuable those solutions are. And so I will find that actual quote and put it in the show notes because I came across it and I was like, wow, that just super, super hits home. And when it comes to you know working with somebody, let's say in the health and fitness industry, or maybe you're somebody that helps somebody with skincare products, or somebody that helps people when it comes to a certain supplement or coffee or whatever your product is, your paycheck will be in direct relation to the value of that life change that you're able to help them make. So without further ado, let's get into the five do's and don'ts of content creation. So the first don't is check social media for ideas. The reason that I don't want you to do this is that if you are following a bunch of other people in your industry and you start checking their first for ideas, 
it's actually going to shut down your creativity. The reason that is, is because we actually go into fight or flight response. And that is because you're seeing a bunch of people that are doing similar things to you, especially if that's the type of content that you tend to watch and engage with. Engage, I mean, not that you're like liking it and commenting on it, but more so that you're pausing and you're watching it or you're scrolling through the captions. What's, what's going to end up happening is Instagram or Facebook, wherever you do your social, is going to start serving you more of that stuff. And so if you are constantly checking social for ideas, you're going to be bombarded with what other people in your niche are doing. And you're going to feel that competition, right? So when you go into that, that is that fight or flight response. And when we're in fight or flight, we can't be creative. So I do not want you to check your current social media for ideas. Yes, I said it. Do not do that. What I do want you to do is I want you to keep a list of inspiration. Now, that list can be in a couple of places. Me, I'm sort of old-fashioned. like I like to write things down when I think about them, or I put it into our project management software so I don't forget that idea. But a lot of my best ideas come from when I'm actually not on social media watching something. What I've started to notice about my emotions when I'm scrolling social and I see other people creating content that is similar to that niche that I'm in, it definitely produces certain <laughs> a certain reaction in my body. So I know that this is true for a ton of people. There's science behind it. So you definitely do not want to check social for ideas, but you do want to keep a list going of inspiration as it hits you. So have that notepad, have your phone out. It will come in different waves throughout your day. So just make sure to keep that list handy. Now, the second do and don't would be don't be for everyone. So the reason that I don't want you to think you have to be for everyone is that is going to be super overwhelming. If you see somebody in your area of expertise that is doing a really great job and you try to hold yourself to that same standard that, oh, like I should know more, I should be doing more. And you put all this stress on yourself. Again, it's going to fire that fight or flight response and you're not going to be able to be creative. So what I do want you to do is be the person that you were before you found the solution that you're now providing. The reason that's so important is you can get into that person's skin. You know what they are feeling. You know what they need. You know what their challenges and objections are. That is a much easier place to come from than trying to be everything to everyone and assuming you have to be at that more advanced level. The fact is, when you look at a market, there's always people that are beginners. There's always people that are in the middle. And there's always people that are more advanced. Really don't worry about trying to be for everyone. Just focus on who you were as a person before you came across the solution that you have now. Number three is don't sit at your computer on the fly and try to come up with ideas. Now, the reason that doesn't work is that you don't have a strategy behind what you're putting out there. So if you are just spraying and praying, well, first of all, it's a huge waste of time. And two, the quality of the posts that you're putting out when you just sit there to write something, it just isn't going to be great quality because you don't have an idea of how that strategy is fitting together. 
What you do want to do is you want to write out the different categories that you have in your social media presence and create them into content pillars. Content pillars would be, let's say you are somebody in the makeup industry and you are somebody that does like tutorials 101. So that might be a content pillar. So you're going to produce content that has to do with these foundational one-on-one videos. Then another piece of content for you might be before and afters. So makeup before and after you have applied your products. So that would be another content pillar. So what you can do is you can come up with these content pillars, and then you have a stream of different ideas that are going to fit into those. And when you do this correctly, and you have the right content pillars, then people are one, they're going to recognize your post before they even know who it is. I have a specific makeup artist. I'm just going to give her a shout out, Selena. And I work with Selena. She's one of my one-on-one coaching clients. And what she does such a great job of is her content pillars are just They're really on point with what she teaches, her before and afters, how she applies makeup to herself. She's got a really compelling and engaging feed. And the reason is because she has nailed those content pillars. So it's never confusing. Like she never has a problem showing up on social because she knows exactly what she needs to talk about. So definitely get clear on those content pillars. And if this is something that you can use help with, definitely check out our done for you plans. We break everything into your content pillars and we make it really easy for you to post without it being a chore. You can also check out the newest plan If you go to ashleyshaw.ca slash job one, that is the newest plan that is tying in actually with the Beachbody launch of job one. Okay, now do and don't number four, don't follow other people in your niche. So the reason that this is so important is that it all builds into that competition category. If that is what you are constantly seeing from other people, all of this imposter syndrome and competitiveness, and I should be further along than where I am is going to come up for you. And honestly, guys, I hear this so many times that this is where coaches get their ideas. And again, it just really puts you into that fight or flight response. What I do want you to do is follow other people that have an authentic presence that you really jive with. So I want you to start following accounts. Like I'll just give you guys some examples. I do love to follow makeup artists. I love to follow. There's a little store in Sarnia, Ontario here called Lovewell. And I love following them because they have the greatest content. It just, it feels so nice when I come across one of their posts, like it drives emotion. So it just gives me a ton of ideas to implement in my own business. Whereas when I follow other people in the same niche, it's just a repeat of what they're doing. And you want to stand out and you want to be different. So make sure that you start removing people that you're following that don't make you feel good when you see their feed and what they're posting. It's totally okay to do a cleanse on your followers, on your friends, all those sort of things. I started doing this a few years ago, actually, and it made such a huge difference because we do have certain people in our networks that are either 
really negative or it doesn't add to our day when we come across their content. So it's okay to subtract and move them off of your feed. Make sure that you do that. Hey, network marketers, did you join your company and start reaching out to all your friends and family only to get ghosted over and over? If you've ever had to chase people down on the internet, you know it's super hard work and it can feel really awkward. And not just awkward for you, but most of the time, the person on the receiving end gets put in a really uncomfortable position too. I hate to break it to you, but unless you're a superstar salesperson, right off the bat, you're gonna struggle forever if you keep doing it that way. There is a reason they say you can't be a prophet in your own town. And it's why 99% of network marketers actually quit. But those 1% made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. No one really talks about it, which is why I decided I had to lay it all out for you in a brand new, easy to read book called Celebrity Magnetism. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash celebrity to learn more and see what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called Celebrity Magnetism and break down an entirely different approach that will simplify everything. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash celebrity. I'm so excited for you to start implementing it and see your business transform. Final do and don't here is don't start your day with social as you're sitting in bed and waiting to get up. Make sure that you don't do that. It's the same with starting your day with email or checking into Slack or wherever it is that you are focusing on work-related things. Again, the reason is it puts your body into fight or flight response right away, and that is how you're setting the tone for your day. What I want you to do instead is start your day with either writing or doing your workout or meditation. These are all things that are going to help you get into that flow state that are going to help you come up with ideas. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll be doing my workout and I'll hear a quote from one of the super trainers or you know something in my meditation that just really hits home with me. I have to write it down because that is a great piece of content that I can talk about. And I think the last and final tip that I would have here about stressing over content and the do's and don'ts is that when it comes to content creation, guys, you definitely don't have to be everything to everyone. But a really good, easy trick is to look at what kind of content you love to consume. And if that is something that you can help replicate because content should do a couple of things. Content should build likability, trust, and rapport. In your content creation, you may have pieces of content that are entertaining or help tell your story because they help build likability, trust, and rapport. The other type of content that does this would be educational content. So this is content that is helping to prove that you are educated in the area that you're teaching and you are providing value. The amount of value that you provide is directly related to your audience size. So if you are struggling to find followers and you are struggling to create new connections over social media, you need to provide more value. There is a direct correlation. So stop overthinking it. Provide things that are day-to-day helpful. Maybe it's 
You know, how do you make sure that you get all your water in for the day? We know this is something people struggle with. How do you make sure that you get your workouts in? Even even when you are a super busy person with literally no spare time whatsoever. And even if it's as simple as, okay, I set my alarm a little bit earlier. I go to bed 10 minutes earlier. Like those are the things that people are struggling with. So make sure that you share those things, no matter how irrelevant you may feel they are, because somebody else is struggling with those problems. And it's really important that you are sharing those things so they can find you and you can help them with those challenges that they're facing. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.